Hey everyone, I think you know who it is by now. It's your boy, Richie. Gonna cringe super hard that I said that, but I thought I'd give you a precursor to this episode because I kind of recorded it super last minute yesterday, so it's ending up, you know, coming out later today, and I've been working on editing it, and came to two decisions, which is one, I need to start making at least a loose script for recording, but also two, I thought I'd give you a forewarning. I usually tell you what content is coming up next, and I didn't know at the time that I recorded, but I like to sort of give people a forewarning so they're not super startled at this point in time as we're still figuring out the tone of this podcast, but for everyone's discretion, uh, this episode will be interspersed with the sounds of my family at holiday gatherings and the sounds of me walking at night into my apartment building. I hope that everyone is having a lovely day and I hope that you enjoy the episode. It's going to end on a kind of abrupt note. I will put in a different toned intermission music to let you know when it has ended because I did record an ending but it was way too quiet and it just didn't sound right with the tone of the episode at all. So I thought I would let you know that that is what was happening and that hopefully you can expect a more scheduled episode from me next week, though I can't promise anything. I appreciate your patience and I do truly love that you're here to listen. So enjoy the episode. everybody welcome back it's me your host Richie (sighs) today is a slower day today is a day of contemplation here I'll set my phone right here that way I don't have to hold my arm up and my wrist and worry about breathing into the mic and all of those things that one might consider it's about 1.30 in the afternoon. I'm in my apartment reading, drinking some Earl Grey tea with a lot of milk in it and a little bit of honey. I've not recorded in the living room yet, so I don't know how the acoustics are, but I'm sure they're fine. Everything is different. It's kind of fascinating the way that the fog is drifting across the trees and the mountain across from me is different every day. Every day that happens, the pattern is different and anew, the water is made out of different molecules drifting across the green that is in the pines gorgeous. Well, I can assume they're not pines, actually, because they're evergreens. And I don't know much about trees. I know the word deciduous. I know fir trees, dogwoods, willows, pines, but don't know much else. Oaks, maybe? You know, cherry blossom trees? (laughs) A handful and a half, but it's nice knowing that everything is different and new, putting into action a whole other different thing, but understanding 
is the first step to moving. It's fascinating to see people out and about, even in this cold weather, you know? I love to, love to watch, love to listen to other people, even when I'm driving, you know? I, I see these people walking down the street or when I'm working and they come in and everyone has a different story and everyone has different motives and personalities. There's someone who comes into work who I swear to God sounds like has the same voice and temperament as like Jenny Slate's stage persona. It's amazing. They're one of my favorite uh, customers to come in because they're also super distinct because I can't recognize a lot of people. I tend to like just zone out when I'm on the job and so like a handful of people come in and I'm like, I've seen you before because they're very distinct people, but it's not super often. Um, which you know, they're always like, try and run with people if you can, make them feel at home. And it's like, I would, but everyone's a little basic. So there's that. Sounds like I have to go switch over my laundry. Let's go do that. Forgot to take my Adderall today, which is unfortunate. Every day that I forget, I'm like, man, I should have taken it. But, you know, by the time I remember, it's like the afternoon and it wouldn't wear off until like the early morning, so it's not ideal. It's like when you have so much energy that you can't do anything, it doesn't really help.
the living room. One second, I'm gonna shut the doors. a little better. I've not done that before. I don't usually sit in the living room. It's usually me bouncing from the table to my bedroom to work or wherever I'm going for the day. Back to the table, back to my room. I don't sit in here super often, but it's something that I need to start getting in the habit of. It's probably good for me to shake it up a little bit. Winter is so beautiful in its own way, truly. It's fascinating. Not my favorite season by far. I don't like the cold that much. I'm much more of a summer person. You know, it gets, like, too obnoxiously hot, but I appreciate it more. I can dress just about as slutty as I like to, which isn't very much, and it's warm. Everywhere. And that's really nice. Plus, you know, serotonin, vitamin D, all that good stuff. In abundance. Plus driving with the windows down. I don't know how I'm going to do it this summer. I've never driven in a city and something tells me it's probably not the best idea to drive around with my windows down, but it's something. It's something I can do if I so wanted. I want to go to the beach this summer. I hardly ever get to go. My family didn't really travel ever. I went to the beach when I was younger, but the Oregon coast, as we all know, is there's been hot debate throughout my life whether it's actually a beach or if it's just, you know, a coast. Because technically it's a beach, it has sand and the ocean, but it's hardly ever warm or clear. You know, it's more of a dreary sort of thing. Very beautiful, though. In Newport, I believe, they have the aquarium, and they have, like, this whole old-timey boardwalk feel to it. I only went once when I was a kid. We went on a field trip from my elementary school in Polina, which is the middle of nowhere. There was a general store, a salon, and a school. And that was all we had for, you know, an hour or two in any direction. And even then, from Polina, I think it was another, like, half hour, 45 minutes to get to the ranger station where my family lived. But we went on a field trip to Newport. We sucked up shrimp from within the sand. Um, 
I think we were doing it for like a science thing. We, it was like a guided thing. We weren't just like <laughs> children let loose upon the beach and we were like, <sharp inhale> like, ooh, a shrimp. Like we were using these weird tubes and we suck shrimp up and then like, um, examine them. And I remember I like sucked up a shrimp that was pregnant and everyone was like, ooh. And I was like, ah, the most shrimp. I am the winner. <laughs> but we slept at a YMCA and like in their gym which is kind of weird i remember the danishes that we had i remember the wax museum that we went to that my sister like lost her mind in like she just started crying she was so scared of the wax museum which i thought was hilarious because i really enjoyed the wax museum and i was younger than her it's amazing definitely creepy definitely off-putting but amazing And there were, you know, old tiny candy shops, all sorts of tourist shops, which I love. I love cheesy merchandise. You know, I adore. One thing I really loved about Portland is that every single restaurant has their own merch, like their own t-shirts or their own stickers. Hi, Law. Thanks for laying yourself in. I know you could do that. Pull it up. But, you know, everything has its own thing, but I'm just, like, so obsessed with restaurants and their merchandise, like, all across the world. I think it's so funny and just, I don't know why. I couldn't explain to you why I think it's so cool and endearing and fun. My ideal outfit High-waisted shorts, which I've I've never owned a pair of high-waisted shorts. I'd really love to have some, um, you know, where my thighs aren't, like, rubbing together and, like, creating a rash. I have the worst... No, let's stay on topic. I'll talk about this later. Let's stay on topic. But I would love to wear high-waisted shorts, um, some, like of those old-fashioned tube socks that everyone wore in the 80s. And then, like, Heelys. Like, obnoxiously bright Heelys. And then, like, a restaurant t-shirt and a big Hawaiian print shirt. I think would be my ideal outfit. Like, I would wear that every day if I could.
of my best friends and I met in the third grade, my first year of big public school, and she really likes to brag to her now husband that I am the first person who ever saw her naked because we used to take baths together um, in the third grade, which probably was, you know, we were too old for that, but we were just like, I want to take a bath, and I was like, I do too. Um, <laughs> we were probably weird kids, I don't know, but I think it's very funny that she tells her husband that, especially because we also almost got married once um, while they were dating because she she's the best person in the whole world super caring incredibly smart she is so intelligent she's the best person and especially with you know the family that she grew up with you wouldn't expect her to be so kind that she is she's the best of all of us And when I was looking at going to college, you know, big college before I went to community college, I told her, like, hey, you get benefits, like, when you're married, like, would you want to get married so that we can get benefits? Which, like, I, we didn't do it, FDA, if anyone's, like, gonna report me for, like, tax fraud, like, we didn't get married, I'm single, but <laughs> we were talking about it, and... She was like, I would, but I have to ask, you know, my, my boyfriend first, which I had just started dating. Um, and he was like, he literally, she had to put me on the phone with him. And he was like, well, what if I want to marry her? And I was like, you won't get married in college. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> but they're still so close and she's still to my face like to his face is like yeah but like they're the first person who ever saw me naked so and it's like <laughs> you shouldn't be so smug about it <laughs> and she's great though I love having such good people around me you know I have a lot of good friends and they're good in different ways and that's, like, something I was thinking about also is, like, being polyamorous or being in ethically non-monogamous relationships. Um, some people, some people are just monogamous and they don't get it and that's cool, that's them. But, like, a question that gets asked a lot is, like, how, like, I could never love more than one person and it's like, but you do. Like, it might not be romantically. You know, maybe you're just like, I have my one slot for romantic attention and that's it. And that's, you know, all I'm going to do. And that's all I like my partner to do. Totally cool. But you love a lot more than you give yourself credit for, I think. Like, you have different types of love for different types of people. You know, you love your friends differently than you love your parents. Um, or guardian figures, but like you still love them. You still usually have more than one friend and you love your friends in different ways for different things that they do, different ways that they are. And ro with romantic love, it's 
really similar. It's just like, I love you for the things that you are or these things that you do for me or, you know, like, I love you in this way because we are like this. And then you can go to a whole different person and be like, I love you in that way because you're like this. And that's cool. I really like it. I love, I love being polyamorous because I feel like I just love, it's like a, a good way for me to show my fascination with people. I love hearing everyone's life stories and seeing how different they are and their tattoos and piercings and hopes and dreams and, you know, just having an outlet for that fascination is great. I really like, it's part of my work too, I really like that, that portion of my job where I get to see even small glimpses into people's lives and be a part of that in some way, whether it's just like guiding them to buy something that will like, you know, be a little bit of self-care or guiding them to get a gift for someone else, like, it's amazing, it's beautiful. I've heard so many different stories and I love every single one of them. They're all amazing. Oh yeah, back to my my earlier statement. Uh like, some of y'all, any of you with any thicky thighs will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, some people call it chub rub, which I haven't found uh, any different way to, like, describe it to people. But it's like, you know, when your thighs rub together and they create, like, a literal rash. Like, it literally rubs your skin raw and, like, is terrible and awful and, like, incredibly painful. Last summer, I was with some of my friends I was visiting I didn't live here yet and we were up at the beach and I wore these board shorts because I had just bought them and I had never worn them out and I didn't think to bring a second pair because I thought they were supposed to be so so comfy um <laughs> problem is wore them into the salt water totally fine came back out we started to walk around and I don't know if it was the material the salt water the something um but they just, like, they chafed my thighs something raw. And, you know, of course my friends were like, well, we still want to walk around. And I didn't want to walk back to the car by myself. And so I was like, okay. Um, I was walking with, like, like bowls of steel. Like, I was walking like I was a cowboy. Just waddling around because my thighs hurt so bad. Problem is, thighs are so thick. Like... I can't, I can't actually walk with them fully apart unless I'm walking like, you know, like MC Hammer. Like I'm going to like scuttle up to someone crab-like and be like, you know, like that was me uh, with my crab pinchers. But uh, <laughs> by the time I was in so much pain, I was way too cranky. Um, and then by the time that I had gotten back to Bend, because I was driving back that afternoon, um... By the time I had gotten back there, I 
was so badly hurt and took a picture of my thighs just to like see, you know, and it, it was brutal, tell you what, there's still some like discoloration there from like scabs and scars, um, cause it was just awful. Like weirdly not openly bleeding, but definitely took a couple layers of skin off and bleeding in some places. But not like, you know, like oozing blood down my leg or anything. Still. Still. Still grody. And now every time I go out, I'm like, high key precaution. <laughs> the beach is nice though. I didn't realize how hard it is to walk in sand. When I was younger, I think I was talking about how my grandmother lived on the coast and we would visit her on occasion, but I was a child and we hardly ever went to the beach. We'd stay at her house, we would go downtown, but we didn't really go to the beach too often because my parents didn't want me to get sucked up into a riptide, which is fair because I'm you know, a little reckless and oblivious. So we didn't really go, but I went a couple years ago um, with, with these same friends, and it was amazing. Anytime I go to the beach, I think it's because I get to go so rarely. You know, just as the same as anyone who doesn't get to see a deer and they randomly see a deer when they're in the woods and they, like, freak out. Like, the things that you're not attuned to seem so much brighter in the face of the unknown. So when we go to the beach, I feel renewed, you know, restored in a way. I'm nervous the whole time, totally afraid of the water, but I still wade in. Try not to step on any crabs. And I'll sit there and breathe and I imagine people back before technology, back before cars and capitalism and all of it, all of it. I imagine I stand there and I close my eyes and I hold my arms out. I let the sun caress my skin and beat upon it take a deep breath and I let the waves up to my hips just crash against me and let me move ever so slightly as my toes dig into the sand and I imagine being alive hundreds of years ago standing on that same spot and how they must have felt and I zone out and just feel disconnected and unafraid and free. But the last time I did that, while I was in the middle of meditating, my friend came up and screamed wee snot into my ear and made me just about shit myself, so... It's not meditation I can do very often, or lightly, 